Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't relax. A Glisten Plus production. Episode 1, Stressed Out. I shoved a notebook into my already filled to the zipper backpack and hoisted it up onto my shoulders. Before leaving my bedroom, I looked into the full-size mirror hanging in my closet. I stared into the blue eyes of the girl in the reflection. Stress tears were making my newly applied mascara begin to run. If I had only checked Schoology before I went to bed last night, I wouldn't be in this huge mess. And why the hell hadn't any of my friends texted me with a heads up? Unless they hadn't bothered to look either. I should text them right now. I pulled out my phone. Looks like I was going to be the bearer of bad news. I lived with my mom in a small house on the edge of Asper Grove, Oregon. A town which was just a short trip to nowhere. It had been just the two of us since my brother moved out last year. Mom worked as a nurse at the county general. She was on the night shift which meant we only crossed paths in the morning after she got back from work and I was heading to school. It made it feel like we were more roommates than mother and daughter. I was halfway down the hall to the bathroom when my mom came out of her room and stopped me. She knew that look on my face. Anya, what's going on? Mom, I'm totally freaking out. I had an English test on Dante's Inferno that was supposed to be on Friday but instead was bumped up to today. I'm gonna fail. Whatever happens, it'll be okay. Which again showed just how little she knew about being a high school student in this decade. Everything mattered. Every test, every assignment, every grade. Like a stack of Jenga blocks barely balancing. If I wanted to get into a top-tier college with a scholarship, it all had to be perfect. So if I seemed a little dramatic, it's just because it's all so damn important. After brushing my teeth and reapplying my eyeliner, I headed downstairs. I grabbed a Greek yogurt from the fridge. I could eat while I walked to school, which was only a half a mile away. We couldn't afford a second car, even a used one for me to drive. I mean, sometimes, I wondered if we could even afford our house. Mom waved to me from the kitchen table where she sat eating her early morning dinner. Maybe this weekend we could go for waffles. Or do some axe throwing down at Bladenburger? The weekend seems like a long time away, but 
I'd like that. My house was up on Beacon Slope, backed right against the woods. As a kid, it felt like I had the whole forest to myself. I used to wander it alone, searching for raccoon trails and digging up mushrooms. Now, the sea of trees just made me sad. It reminded me of a simpler time, when the world wasn't weighing heavy on my shoulders like my overstuffed backpack. I winced as an ambulance passed by. The sound brought me back to that night when Dad... No time to think about that now. I needed to be in the right headspace. If I picked up the pace, I would have a solid 30 minutes to scan both the epic poem and the study questions. That was all that was important right now. Okay, pencils down. The last minute cramming had paid off. The essay had been on the fifth circle of hell, which was where those that were full of rage were trapped drowning in the river Styx for all eternity. I banged out six epic paragraphs that even my hypercritical and bitter 11th grade English teacher would have trouble giving anything less than an A-. Leave your tests on your desk so I'll come and pick them up. As soon as I stepped into the hall, I felt someone push up alongside me. How bad was it? How many questions? I turned to see Marie, one of the three people in this world who I would give best friend status. She looked at me as she bit her lower lip. The lip gnawing was something she did when she was stressed out, which was always. Four short answer questions and one essay. If you go over the study guide, you'll be fine. Oh, okay, good. I have enough on my mind already. Is it Leah? Of course it is. Leah was Marie's on-again, off-again, mostly off-again girlfriend. They had met online after they both made comments on a mutual friend's Insta. They DM'd each other, and it's been a tornado of mall meets, basement hookups, and soul-crushing breakups since. We were texting last night, and after a totally normal conversation, I sent her a hug gif with the words, I love you, on the bottom of it. It was written so small I didn't see it. And without knowing, I press send, and off it goes. Then I get silence. No response. Like, at all. Maybe she fell asleep with her phone in her hand. It happens to me all the time. She was totally awake just a minute before I sent it. That's how sleep works. You're awake, and then you're asleep. We were on the verge of getting serious again, and I blow it up. She was the one. And now what? I should sue Apple. There should be GIF warnings. Like in, are you sure you want to send this text? Because it could completely destroy your life. Bring it in, ladies. I am so needing a hug right now. Calum Benedict the second closest and dearest in my life. Creeping up on six foot two, when he pulled us into an embrace, our faces pressed up against his skin-tight t-shirt. I have missed you both so much. We had seen him yesterday. I'm surprised that I'm even standing today. We did 100 meter wind sprints for two hours yesterday. My legs are strawberry jelly right now. Calum dropped his body weight onto me and Marie as he feigned collapsing. We supported him as best we could. Which is what friends should do, although usually with positive affirmations and Trader Joe's sour gummies. You're crushing me. Sorry. Coach is making me eat carb-heavy dinners every day until the meat. Hence the extra pounds. Caleb released his grip on the two of us. Together, we walked down the hall to the cafeteria. 
I need to rack up another two first to seal my place in the regionals. And if the other guys pull their weight, we could squeeze a spot in the 4x200 relay too. <sighs> but I can't control that. All I can do is rock my own races. Okay, okay, that could be Leah. How should I play this? What's the drama now? Overly romantic Jeff. Yeah, that's bad. Just shut up. I'm like so nervous to even look. She pulled out her phone and looked at the lock screen. It was a 30% off promo code from Sephora. Not Leah. My heart is beating so fast right now. Maybe you should give Leah a personalized ring to avoid unnecessary freakouts. And what if she texts me when she's near me and hears it and realizes that she has her own ring? I might as well have proposed to her. Anya, are you trying to sabotage their relationship? Don't make fun. Your world ends if your sweatbands don't match your socks. You can't just run. You have to look good doing it. The cafeteria was always busy at fourth period. If you weren't taking ninth grade English, auto shop, or French, you were probably sitting around one of the tables. Unless you were a senior, they were allowed to leave campus for lunch, which almost all of them did. But there was a certain energy in the air today, even more intense than usual. Hey, over here! The three of us turned to see the last corner of our friend square. Sunday was waving us over like she was on the tarmac helping a plane come in for a landing. Sunday, named after the ice cream treat, not the day of the week. Always got out of AP Biology early and speed walked across the school to snag a prime table under the skylights. By the time we sat down, Sunday was already nose deep into her phone, finger scrolling like she was born to do it. Something was definitely going down, but it wasn't the normally sly gossip grin plastered on her face. She looked distraught. Did you hear about Leo Rogers? Leo was in all my honors classes. Straight A student, member of nearly every academic club, and vice president of half of them. He was a front of the class sitter, always bouncing a knee during tests. Nice. Vanilla, but nice. No, but I have a feeling you're about to tell us. He's dead. You're lying. His parents found him this morning. They called 911. Ambulance came, but there was nothing they could do. I felt ill. Was it the ambulance that had passed me by? Probably. He lived on Beacon Slope, too. A much bigger house, but not far from me. No, that's insane. I just talked to Leo yesterday. He was stressed out about the ACTs, like everyone else in the grade, and about the English exam. I hadn't even noticed that he wasn't in class this morning. Do they know what happened? There are rumors going around, but no one is sure. Some people are saying overdose. Others claim it was a suicide. Someone even posted a theory that his dad did it, but the official word is that it's still under investigation. Kayla Marie and I just sat there, staring, as Sunday remained transfixed by her phone. As I looked around the cafeteria, I could tell that Leo was the only thing that everyone was talking about. Shit, that is fucking awful. If he did it to himself... He wouldn't. I don't know why I said it with such certainty. I only knew him a little. But it just didn't seem like Leo. He was a total stress case. Which one of us isn't? I know we were all going to go study tonight together, but maybe we should, you know, 
do something else. Yeah, yeah, like a movie. Or bowling. Bowling sounds good. And that's a spare, with 19 points putting me in the lead. This is for fun. Why do you always need to make everything a competition? Silly Marie. Bowling has points for a reason, and keeping track of them is kind of the point. Anya, it's your turn. I grabbed ball. I loved Caleb, but I couldn't stand that smug face he got when he was winning. Now who's in the lead? Nice one. When I came back to the seats, I saw that Caleb and Marie hadn't seen my strike. They were talking to an older guy in the next lane. He was showing them something on his phone. It's still in beta testing, but I got early access to it. And it's been a game changer. The guy was bald, with a hipster beard. I guess he must have been in his mid-thirties, but he could have been younger. He turned to me as I approached. It's a mindfulness app. I overheard you four talking, and it sounds like you could use it even more than me. It's called Peace and Mind. You getting paid by the download? Okay, I do get a discount on in-app purchases if you sign up for the trial with my referral code. But listen, this app helped me double my sales numbers for the month. It's all about focus. Uh, trust me, you'll see. And with that, the older guy headed for the bar. I saw that he left a card with a QR code on the table. Kalen was already taking a photo of it. I considered. I hated the clutter of extra unused apps on my phone. But I could always delete it. With a tap, I was downloading Peace and Mind. Whoa! Anya, did you just get a strike? Someone took out their claws. Now watch me move from last place to still last place, with a slightly less embarrassing score. Good luck with that. The bowling served its purpose. For a few hours, we barely discussed grades, races, girlfriends, or the tragedy of the day. But distractions only last for so long. Caleb drove me home. He went out of his way to pass by Leo's house. Through the front window, we had seen Leo's family collected by the dining table. Neither of us had said anything about it. But the drive-by made his death feel all the more real. See you tomorrow, Angel. Thanks for the ride. I walked up to the front door and went inside. Mom was still at work. She wouldn't be back until six. I walked upstairs to my bedroom and closed the door behind me and moved to my desk. I looked across at the stack of study guides waiting for me. The thought of diving into them now made my chest tighten. Was I really going to start studying at 11.15? Yes, absolutely. I could get an hour in before my exhaustion took over. With a kick of caffeine, maybe two. I clicked on my desk lamp and cracked open the official ACT prep guide to page 87 where I had marked my spot with a purple post-it tab. I looked down at 20 practice vocabulary questions. The words seemed to vibrate on the page like jittering flies stuck in a spider web. Damn it! This happens sometimes. My mind raced and it was hard to shake. I just needed to relax. My eyes moved to my phone resting on my desk. 
I reached over and unlocked it. The Peace and Mind app icon shined brightly on the bottom corner of the screen. Well, it's worth a try. I scooped up my earbuds and popped them in as I lay down on my bed. Then I tapped on the app. Welcome to Peace and Mind. This program will help bring more serenity, energy, and joy into your life. You might be struggling to get a good night's sleep because your mind is drowning in a sea of worries. Or perhaps you can't focus on the things that are important because a storm of stress is raging all around you. Peace and mind will be the sunlight to guide you out of that darkness. Now, every journey begins with a first step. So let's make that first one together. I want you to get comfortable. Find a quiet spot where you won't be disturbed for 10 minutes. Okay, I was already one step ahead. I tapped the continue button on the app. Good. Now, close your eyes and listen to the sound of the birds resting on the tall rocks beside the ocean. Take a deep breath. This is a place you know. A place you know well. You've been here before, maybe on a trip, or when you were a child, or perhaps in a dream. Take another deep breath. Walk along the shore. This place is peace. This place is calm. Embrace the joy. The sun was shining in through my bedroom window. My eyes snapped open. How was it already morning? Damn, the app must have put me to sleep. I turned off the alarm and sat up. My foot knocked something lying on the floor. I looked down to see my mom's throwing axe. Covered in blood? What the? I held up my hands. Dried blood was smeared all over my palms. Red under my fingernails. Oh. My. God. Can't Relax. Starring Penny Epstein as Anya, Olivia Trujillo as Marie, Andre Robinson as Calum, Patrick Laberto as The Voice, written and directed by Adam J. Epstein. Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein. Edited and mixed by Christopher Sousa. Additional voices by Paula Lisby, Steve Ulrich, Brian Stepanek, Lila Butler, Adam Epstein, Jane Sylvia, Michael Nering, 
Sheila Stepanek, Suzanne Hesseloff. Music by Budakid. Graphic design by Dave Kogan. Can Relax is a Glisten Plus production. <laughs>